This call is being recorded. It's a happy Friday at the Clear Victory. My name is Andrew. Who's the first to join me on the call? Happy Friday, it's Carla. Hey, God bless you, Carla. Happy Friday. You get the early bird prize this morning. I know, I must have. It's the first. <laughs> what you going to do with it? I know, I'm getting ready to praise, and that's what I'm getting ready to do with it. <laughs> all, all right, all right. It, 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 it's amazing because when we were growing up, you know, people used to say, well, you know, he woke me up this morning. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And yeah. and it sound, you know, sometimes it just sounded rehearsed, right? But in the day, in these days and times when you can walk down the street and not be guaranteed getting back home because some clown, you know, had a had a rifle that could shoot, you know, a hundred bullets in seventy seconds. May right. just aim it, just maybe point it in your direction, or you know somebody you know is going to bomb a home near you, or you know it, it see it's it's grown beyond drive-bys. Yes, it has. You know it so it's like if 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 you can hear my voice and you dressed yourself, you, you can fix yourself food you bought that you stored, no one had to come bring it to you. All right you now. Pray, you need the praising. Okay. <laughs> you better put the praise on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and as bad as things may be, the fact that he allowed you, he, he willed that you be born in this country, that your parents didn't have to try to bring you over here. You so know some, that's right. So, so, so somebody who doesn't fear God or regard man can, you know, whip up a whole lot of anger for people like you from people who won't even know you, don't exactly. won't live near you, you know, but somehow still fear you because, well, just maybe. And they have more to fear from people who look like them than they do from people that look like us. Right, come they're on just, now, teach it. They're, yeah, they're just not smart enough. They they haven't learned enough to get that point yet, okay? Yeah. And that knowledge does a couple things, but one of the things it does is it makes us aware how blessed we are, because we yeah. travel under his we travel under his protection. Those angels, exactly. if we fear him right, you know, stand guard round about us, and even if something should happen to us, every door. Oh, yeah, but not only that, uh, there's a verse that tells us precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. We don't die yeah. like everybody else. You know, Thank amen? You. Well, when, when, they stoned, when they stoned Stephen, what's the scripture say? He said, his eyes were lifted to heaven. He said, lay not this sin to their charge, comma, and he fell asleep. Yes. That while 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 they were trying to maim him, it said he fell asleep. 
that's the way I want to go out, <laughs> you know. Come but if I, serve him, if I serve him, you know, that may be my portion, you know. And so Good it's morning, just a blessing. Hey, Sister <laughs> Susie, God bless you. Good morning. Uh, I, 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 I got caught on a roll. We're just spelling out how and all the different ways God is protecting us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, but it's good to hear your voice. Thank you. Who else else just joined us on this happy Friday? It's, It's a good day to be serving God. Good morning, Hey, Sister Yvonne, happy Friday to you. God bless you. Ah, It's a good day day to be alive. Yeah, and the Lord is good. His truth is everlasting and His mercy covers us all. That's just awesome. But it's it's just uh, we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot of work to do because we got to cover we got to cover people in prayer who don't know enough to pray for themselves. Because there yeah. are kooky people who have license to just be kookier right now, and there's no. It doesn't seem like there's there's no there's any governor preventing them from thinking up new kooky things to do and the, and, the, and they revel in it they enjoy it it's like they look forward to it and and and, and it's and, and it's a level of depravity that you don't usually see in the same but a lot of these people aren't crazy they're just that committed to the cause why right. can't we be as committed to cover folks in prayer because if, mm-hmm. if 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 if, if the children of God would repent, pray, seek him, and humble themselves first. But again, this is God talking, not David speaking in, you know, uh, flowery language, taking poetic license to bring in uh, imagery that doesn't necessarily need to be there. God is saying, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal the land. Okay, so seeking his faith and praying aren't the same because God is saying it and he made a distinction. Okay, so we need to, to, to seek to be in his presence. That does that. That's not going to be praying, because when we pray, he's in. You know, he's automatically in our presence. Good morning, and so we need to do that. Good morning, sister. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We, the saints of God, can fix this. Good morning. Good morning, sister. Happy Friday. Julia. Hey, Sister Julia. God bless Hi. you. Happy Friday. Hi. Yes, thank you. Can you help fill prayer for me today, please? We keep you lifted up always. 
Every time I'm on the mic, we mention you, sister. We got you lifted. Thank you so much, brother. Hey, we're duty-bound, sister. We're duty-bound. God is good. Yes, he is. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? I thank God for my gifts this morning. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Receive us. We have wronged no man. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. I speak not this to condemn you, for I have said before, that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. Great is my boldness of speech towards you. Great is my glorying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. But when we were coming to Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, within were fears. Nevertheless, God, that comforted those that are cast down, comforted us by the coming of Titus. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Andrew. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. It's Moni. Good morning, Moni. Happy Friday. According to the clock on the wall, it's time we got started. So I'm going to ask everyone under the sound of my voice to please check your phone. Make sure the mute feature is depressed, activated, ongoing. So as the word of God goes forth, no one can be distracted by background noise, uh, chatting, uh, car horns, car doors, anything that would distract anyone from getting those nuggets and that meat that you were blessed to hear this morning. My name is Andrew. In case you didn't know, I'm so glad you joined me here. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure to phone in daily for the great messages we have planned for you. Our monthly theme this August is entitled The Called. You don't want to miss the teachings, lessons, and the heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, if you've been blessed by the call and you'd like to sow into it, this is how you do so. 
please visit us at www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me slash declarevictory. We pray, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and your trusting in Him. Secondly, there will not be a Friday night live broadcast this evening. It will resume, however, next Friday. Repeat, Friday Night Live is not live this Friday. There were no prayer requests on the online app, but we're still lifting Sister Julia up before the throne. She's on the front lines. She's having some health issues, and we're needing the great physician to just grant a touch. So please remember her. We're asking for all the prayer requests that have been voiced this week to please keep in mind. Please check your phone to make sure everything is on mute so that the only voice heard is the voice speaking. Thank you. Uh, please remember the prayer requests that have been uh, spoken this week to continue to please cover people in prayer because whatever problems are on the hearts of many often stay long after the request has been made please remember the children always remember the children those that are incarcerated unjustly those that are being abused those that are being trafficked those that are being harmed, those that are being made to be hungry, those in the hospitals, the old, older people, the old folks, the elderly, our grandparents that are in hospice care, that are in elder care and have no one to visit them, they feel abandoned and lonely, those that are being mistreated in elder care those that are incarcerated, those that are working two, three jobs to make ends meet and they're still struggling, the ones that feel pressure from social situations, please, please put your phone on mute. We need you to put your phone on mute. Thank you. Those that are thinking suicide is the only answer, those that are still unsaved, we have many, many people who need our prayer. And we have a Heavenly Father who's willing and able to meet every need. So please, ma'am, please, sir, when we approach the throne of God, keep these people on your hearts. The order of the call is as follows. Declaration will be brought by Pastor Lawrence Van Hook. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be Brother Marcus. That order once again. The declaration will be rendered by Pastor Lawrence Van Hook. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be Brother Marcus. Immediately following the prayer and praise, Pastor Lawrence Van Hook will further enlighten us on his teachings this morning in our Love, Life, and Victory section. The next voice you hear will be that of Pastor Lawrence Van Hook, our teacher of the hour. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. 
Thank you so much, very much, very much, Brother Andrew. I want to open up with a word of prayer. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege of prayer, the opportunity that we have to be in your presence. We know it's not by power nor by might, but it's by your spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And we come seeking your, your will, your word, and your way. Lord, use me in spite of me that you might get the glory because of what you have put in me in earthen vessels. So we ask now that you would help consecrate our minds and our hearts, that we might be pleasing in your sight. Don't move the mountain. Equip me and strengthen me to climb. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you so much, Brother Andrew, for doing a phenomenal job. And then uh, my, 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 my prayer buddy, uh, Brother Jeff, normally comes back and, and sum it up through prayer. And again, thank uh, um, those of you who just make this possible. Um, uh, and then those who um, literally seek uh, something different and better. Uh, there's people who get on this call, not just because it's something else to do, but because they are literally looking for the nuggets of truth and, and, and what God has to offer for such a time as this. I want to try my best to get to what I uh, aim to do. I wanted to go a different direction today to constantly um, give uh, my rendition because I haven't had a chance to really talk about call, my doctoral dissertation. Um, the long version was entitled Using the Theology of Call, Using the Gospel, Using the Bible to Empower the Church and the People for Action. Uh, so I know a little something about it, the, doing the work and the research uh, around call. But I, I'm getting stuck um, after launching um, the forgiveness uh, workshop um, for the next 13 weeks. Uh, and so many people um, were impacted by our opening class session. Please, ma'am, please, sir, if you are seriously uh, trying to get rid of the issues that come along with forgiveness. Let me tell you what some of them are. Um, stress, uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, all of that comes from a seed. Uh, one, it could come from a seed of unforgiveness. Uh, and we had so many people, again, Brother Jeff and others, thank you so much for being in class and attendance on uh, our opening day on Wednesday. To, uh, this coming Wednesday um, at 6.30, we'll be out at 8. Um, uh, if you need to bring food or what have you to come and, and get your own freedom, um, the Word of God does not need um, a spokesperson. Um, one writer says it this way, if 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 um, everybody does wrong, it don't make it right. And if nobody does right, it, it doesn't still make it wrong if, and, and something like that. I forget how that goes. But anyway, I kind of botched that one. Um, but I really want to um, ask you to give yourself a chance. Um, developing a lifestyle of forgiveness clearly is God's solution to the problem we call sin. I believe if we get this piece of the kingdom um, in place, a lot of the other things will, will, will follow. 
we've got so much um, anger and frustration uh, with each other uh, until it's very, very difficult for us to be the beloved community. Um, and I tell people all the time, yes, you can go to uh, church on TV, but um, the reason why we come to the building where other believers are is because we get to practice on people who rub us raw, uh, who don't behave, who who um, remind us of people in our past. And so therefore, we, we need to practice in the church building, in the, in, the, in the sanctuary, in the temple, so that when we go out into the world, we will be prepared. Because if you can't deal with the people in the church, I, I, can, I, can, I can just about guarantee your outcomes with the people in the world. So so the, if you can't stand the people, I can't stand them people. That's the reason why I don't go to church. Well, we know you're going to lose out there in that world because if you can't uh, deal with those folks, if you have your phone, can you put on mute for me, please? Check your phone. Check your phone. And so I want to um, go back to some of the things that that opened up our forgiveness class. Again, uh, it's, it's in the Declare Victory room. Uh, Steve Deal. <laughs> and Becky uh, wrote the lifestyle of forgiveness, and I want to um, ask that you would come. Some of you will come because you will be moving from student to, to teacher, and so we're looking forward for you to do this. I want to just, uh, um, again, uh, 1527 34th Street, West Oakland, um, 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 next to Emeryville, uh, 1527 34th Street, 630 on Wednesday, we will do the class. Um, and you're in time, uh, the book, um, if you don't have it already, you can get it from us here at the church for $30. Let me give the day's scripture and just kind of go into what I want to do that kind of builds off of the capacity, definitely sets the ground rules of the forgiveness class workshop that we've already done. And because I lifted so many things on last Wednesday, uh, I want to share them with you so that you can have the foundational work of forgiveness. The scripture that I really wanted to read that's found uh, in Jesus' inaugural message. Um, in Matthew, it's called um, the Sermon on the Mount, Mountain. Uh, in Luke, it's called the Sermon on the Plains. It's his uh, annual address that he gives um, and uh, for those of you who still have a Bible and know what a Bible looks like, uh, when I was a kid, they said Jesus was talking when it was in the red. And so Jesus does the talking uh, primarily in chapter five, six, and seven. Um, that is literally his address. Uh, and in, in that uh, address, he talks about how to pray um, and the posture of prayer and what it actually does to help us to get to what um, we need to, the space we need to be in so that we can actually hear from God. Um, and in verse, chapter number six, verse number 12, it reads just as simple. Uh, two versions, I'll give you both of them um, so that you can um, pick whichever one you choose. They both mean the same. But this version here says, uh, verse 12 chapter 6 says and forgive us our debts as we also 
have forgiven our debtors. Another translation, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against me. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. This was what verse 14 says. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. This verse 15. But if you do not forgive others, release others, let it go, and then hope well and wish well and sow seeds well into their life, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you of your trespasses. Not only do we have the responsibility to forgive, but God has assigned us the responsibility of the people who cut us, who left us for dead, to sow seeds of goodwill. We become the ambassador of Christ because of what God has placed in us. You often heard me say um, over times past, and if you didn't, here it is. Um, Forgiveness is a one-way street. Um, it's connected to love. Love is a one-way street. Um, love does not have a return address. Um, when you love, you love, and it starts with you and it ends with you. It does not matter what the other person does. It does matter how you say and respond to your love. Now, everybody's love is different, and that's the reason why the Bible uh, clears that up in John thirteen thirty four. A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another. This is what Jesus says, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. And then he gives a qualifying statement of evidence that you can demonstrate your love. And here it is. This is your shout right here. He says, by this, all people will know that you my disciple because you have love one for another. And there is no way that you can be a disciple of Christ according to his word without oozing with love. And it's hard to love the loveless. It's hard to love those who cut you, those who left you for dead, those who lied on you, talked about you, and done you wrong. And, and, and that's the reason why I really, really know, in spite of all that I've gone through and been through, that this forgiveness stands on its own, with or without my merit. I just thank God that he's allowed us to talk about it. I, I want to um, wanna, um, talk about substitutes for forgiveness. That was kind of the prelude of what we did last Wednesday night before we even got to the book. And I want to talk about what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not. Let me just give you an example of of what our problem is. Um, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, after Adam was made and he put Adam to sleep, Adam had nothing to do with the woman because he was asleep. He, <laughs> he had no, no power, control, or authority over the woman because he was asleep. And God said, I'm going to make you a helpmate. And once he did that, um, he gave Adam the dominion over the land. 
Adam was to name the um, fish of the sea, birds of the air, beast on the land. And it's so very important that you understand what happens in um, the, 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 the book of Genesis that will describe who we are and what we do. Before we were sinners, before Jesus, um, um, before Adam disobeyed Jesus, let me say it that way, we, we had a name that was called beings, B-E-I-N-G, beings. We were beings before the fall, before, before Adam uh, ate of the fruit. Um, um, after Adam sinned, after after he was disobedient to God, um, we, we we got a jacket uh, um, that we wore uh, on top of our beings, and it's called human jacket of human. Um, when 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 the uh, when when they let you out of prison, if you are a Megan Law, if you are or child molester or rapist or whatever you are, you have to sign in. And if there's a rape in the community or if uh, somebody was molested in the community and they know you're in that community, they come look for you first. Um, after Adam sinned, he gave all of us a jacket that only he has able to wear, um, only him and Eve were able to wear until Jesus came. And so now we have been attached with our being a jacket or a word that makes us who we are today. Human beings, we will spend the rest of our lives after our born-again birth trying to shake the humanity part so that we can get back to the being that we were before we sinned. And so every day we wake up trying to shake the humanity off and get back to the being um, Jesus gave us the opportunity by his death, burial, and resurrection to help us. Um, but I just really want to remind you, if you're out there, if you're listening, whoever you think, uh, Mother Teresa, the Pope, or whoever, it, whoever you think um, is great, Grandma, Grandpa, they are called human beings. And any day they can fault and they can fail you and they can disappoint you based upon their humanity. Um, but through Christ Jesus, any many anybody who is born of God becomes an op they have the opportunity to become a new creation. Uh, old uh, nature is passing away, and the new nature is constantly becoming renewed. And so I wanted to talk about that to let you know that while we all are trying to shake the humanity off of our beings and get back to our heavenly state before the fall. Uh, every day you wake up, that's your assignment. Shake off your humanity and walk around in your being. Your being is your divinity, and your human uh, is your earthly man, that war man, mankind, that you constantly are in war with. And if you don't um, uh, want to hear it from me, you can hear it from Paul. Um, as he talks about who, who can save a wretch like me, an old wicked man that I am, who can save me? Because what I want to do good, evil is always present. The humanity always show up 
my consciousness of self-survival will always kick in, and that's the battle that we have. And so, therefore, uh, in, in Jesus' inaugural message, if you read through uh, those chapters in Matthew, you find that piece that he says, that's the reason why it's really easy for us to worry about the little uh, moat in our brother's eye and, 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 and not focus and concentrate on the beam that's in our own eye. We can always see somebody else's issues, but it's hard to see our own. And so um, I wanted to lift that as a segue into the substitutions that we have for practicing forgiveness. Now, we need to hear this, and I'm going to say this again um, down the road, but I really wanted to say practicing authentic forgiveness doesn't come naturally. What comes natural to your mind, to your spirit, to your heart is self-preservation. If somebody does you wrong, you just are not so excited about it. You just say, ooh, I'm going to practice some forgiveness. No, no. You naturally think about how to protect yourself and, secondly, how to get revenge because we've got justice as a part of our humanity, uh, and, and God is a, a God of justice. Uh, that's the reason why the word says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord of hosts, uh, because if you're not careful, you will spend all of your time trying to get your own justice. Uh, Vigiani, that, 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 that word, I can't say it, but it, it's, it's, it's justice of your own doing. And the reason why God does not want us to get justice, because we're going to probably make it worse. That's the reason why we have to spend time in prayer and allow him to vindicate us, even when it looks like all roads are pointing in another direction other than uh, the one that you need to be on. So I wanted to talk about some of the substitutes and, and, and um, so that you can know the platform. Um, the substitutes are in the back of the forgiveness book, even though we don't have a class that deal with the substitutions for forgiveness. And so I wanted to read them to you today um, so that you could kind of know where we live as Christian saints, soldiers of the cross, trying to practice grace and mercy as we forgive others. And so some of us, um, we, we don't practice forgiveness. We are good at managing our emotions. Uh, when, when we're feeling an emotion we do not uh, like to feel, we tend to block it out or replace it. We, we, we reject uncomfortable emotions and try to feel comfortable ones. This can be done through denial, um, um, a change of activity, or we'll check out with, with, with drugs or alcohol or food or sex or gambling. That, that's what some of us do. And instead of practicing forgiveness, we manage our emotions. Others of us, uh, we practice, we practice um, self-control. Uh, when we think about doing something inappropriate, we tend to restrain ourselves so as to act out what we're thinking or feeling. Self-control is a good thing. It's good. But it is not forgiveness. Um, number three, we, we overlook sin. Uh, we are used to seeing sin in everybody. 
we tend to overlook sin, especially those we would call little sins. Most sins uh, just don't catch our attention uh, because we overlook them. Uh, we misidentify sin in our culture, in our family, um, um, when we personally rebel against God and make uh, it dif difficult for us to correctly identify sin. Um, we can call something a sin when it's not, and we can believe something is not a sin when it is. So we have to say what God says, believe what God uh, believes, and define sin um, as God defines it, not how, not have, not how people define it. Uh, Sometimes uh, we, we, we substitute forgiveness by blaming the wrong person for our sins. We have a tend to blame ourselves or other people's sins. When, um, uh, when, we, when we do so, uh, we'll blame the wrong person. And so that's the reason why in the book we talk about doing a sin inventory. Um, Sometimes we blame the wrong person. Um, um, and, and, and so we don't practice forgiveness because we're, we're blaming somebody who didn't even commit the sin. Um, and we are even blame God uh, for our sins, and so we have to be conscious of that. Uh, another way uh, we substitute forgiveness is when we try to forget about it. Um, if something makes us uncomfortable, we tend to avoid it by not thinking about it. This can be done uh, consciously or subconsciously. That's when we have selective amnesia. Um, we spend time minimizing sin. We tend to compare one sin with another sin and, and grade on a curve. And we'll say, well, my sin ain't, ain't as big as his or hers, so the lesser sin uh, gets more weight uh, than, 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 than the bigger sin in our mind, so we don't practice forgiveness. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons why we have to be careful of substituting, uh, minimizing sin for practicing forgiveness. Uh, or we just excuse it. Uh, we, we tend to find other reasons why uh, certain sins are, are, were unavoidable. Uh, that, that's not true. Um, we, 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 we all sin, little sin, big sin, all sin. Um, we have to uh, practice forgiveness and not substitute it. Uh, or, or we're just justified. Well, the reason why I did this is because so-and-so. <laughs> uh, um, um, we, 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 just, we, just, we, we have so many substitutions uh, for forgiveness uh, we are justified. We are denied. We tend um, we we tend to deceive ourselves in believing that the sin did not happen. When when somebody sinned against you, it happened, or at at, at least it, it was not a real sin. We ignore sins. Um, we we tend to 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 think that uh, time heals all wounds. Time never heals all wounds, and if we just ignore the sin that it will uh, just go away uh, and the consequences won't, won't affect us. But time does not heal all wounds, even if you ignore it. Only forgiveness does. And, and so you can't ignore the sins that happen. Um, some of us, we, we hide our sins. We tend to run away physically, mentally from sin. We escape um, from having to face it head on. Um, we, 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 we can use all kind of good and bad things to hide from sin. That's what, that's what Adam and Eve did in the garden. Um, we, 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 we will place work, alcohol, activity, inactivity to avoid dealing with it. Um, so we have reasons why 
we um, will hide sin and and justify it and and act like it doesn't is not happening, or we will get so buried in our work, uh, in 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 what we do to try to hide the sin. Um, sometimes we just tolerate sin. We, we tend to accept sin as a normal and inex inescapable, so we just tolerate most of them. Um, that's we we substitute forgiveness for that for just tolerating it. Uh, we punish somebody else for our sins. We we tend to to make up um, for sins by doing some good. We we compensate. We, you know how you you will sin and you do something good, uh, and then so we say, okay, God, well that strike out my sin because I did good here and I sinned over there, so we even. But that's not how it works. You have to still practice forgiveness. Um, we have a tend to, to to modify our behavior in unhealthy ways to keep other people from sinning against us as well. So we will compensate for it. And then some of us, we just try to let it go. Um, we tend to try to move on and not let the sins affect us anymore. Many psychologists' uh, tools uh, can be employed uh, to do this. However, it is usually a combination of several of the other substitutions for our practicing authentic forgiveness when we just let it go. Um, the world will tell you to manage your sin um, and manage your stress. God's Word uh, tells you to replace your stress and replace your sin. You, you ought not manage it, but because psychologists can't deal with the soul, they can only deal with your mind, they can't deal with your spirit, so they, they got it right. So my psychologist brothers and sisters, uh, my, 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 my friends and colleagues, bless their heart, but they, they stay in business because they'll show you how to manage stress. They'll show you how to manage anger. You got to go to anger management class. No, you have to go to uh, anger re replacement class, stress replacement. Can you imagine if we replaced um, stress instead of manage it, if we replaced anger instead of manage it with love, if we, if we replace stress with a forgiveness posture, uh, what kind of world this would be um, when, when somebody cut on us and we can begin to practice forgiveness and start praying for that individual because we know that they're trying to protect themselves because they've been marred by sin. And, and so we must understand that these are just a few of the ways we have learned how to substitute uh, what we call coping mechanisms for practicing forgiveness. Uh, let me just tell you how they started. Um, and, and, and from a psychologist or from a psychological perspective, you, you see them on TV talking about First Five, where you learn all of your faculties in your first five years uh, of life. Truth of the matter is, uh, we've learned how to substitute for forgiveness in our first five years as well. So we've learned our substitutions, um, not because we were bad, because, but because we were trying to survive within our family structure. And so we learn how to manage, we learn how to manage our parents or manage our community or manage our um, um, elders uh, we learned how to get along with people as children, and so we started practicing substitutes for forgiveness at an early age. 
so that we could survive. Um, even though we had no idea that our elders, um, our guardians were sinning against us, so we start trying to find out how to cope to survive within family structure. But the reason why they were sinning against us is because they had been sinned against. And so when you got a lifestyle full of practicing substitutes for forgiveness and managing sin, that's the reason why we needed a Savior. I shout by myself. Because all of us, I don't care who you are, whether you were born with two-family household, white picket fence, and a dog, um, you had to manage um, people who sinned against you. And so you learned how to substitute um, um, your, your forgiveness for, for coping mechanisms. And, and so that's the reason why we're in the shape that we're in. I, I want to uh, um, um, conclude today with just talking about, can, can you put your phone on, uh, on mute, please? Check your phone for me, please. I want to talk about for what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not. In Love, Life, and Victory, we can just talk about the substitutions and what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not um, so that we can know. Some of us are sinning and, 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 and don't even know it. Some of us are not forgiving, but we think we are because um, we, we, we use the words, my bad now. We, we use the word, that ain't even asking for forgiveness. Um, my, my bad. Uh, um, so let me just tell you what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not pretending it didn't happen. Denying the reality is never healthy. Forgiveness is not self-control. Self-control is good, very important. But it is not to be used as a substitute for forgiveness. Self-control hinders us from making the substitution, um, by making the substitution worse, by responding with more sin, and it proves um, over time um, for us, it, it gives us not a chance to practice forgiveness and make forgiveness happen. Uh, forgiveness is not emotional manipulation. Um, em let me tell you what emotional manipulation is. Practicing forgiveness will change our emotions, but trying to change our emotions does not make forgiveness happen. And so even when you, 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 you operate with emotional manipulation, that's not practicing forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is not a character issue, you know, because we're big on character. God does not forgive because he is, he has already forgiven. Uh, it's, he is able to forgive because he has done something to make forgiveness possible. Uh, uh, let, let, me, let me read that piece again. Uh, forgiveness is not a character issue. God does not forgive because he is forgiving. He had to do something to make it possible, if that makes any sense at all. Uh, forgiveness is not a power issue. Uh, you, you don't need more power to forgive. Um, you, you, need, you, you need his grace and his mercy. You need his word to forgive, not more power. Uh, forgiveness is not um, a time issue. Practicing forgiveness does not depend on a certain amount of time. Real forgiveness can replace guilt, anger very quickly, uh, and that's found in Ephesians 4.26. And while most, if not all, of our pain can be relieved with healing, 
we may grieve the consequences of some sins uh, in our entire life. And, and so it's not a time issue um, um, because time does not heal all wounds. Only forgiveness does. Um, uh, forgiveness is not a technique. Um, there are steps and principles to follow, but they do not make forgiveness happen. They only help us to experience authentic forgiveness. Forgiveness is not a magical word. Forgiveness doesn't happen just because we use the word forgive me. It does not happen. Forgiveness is not natural to our human existence. No one is, uh, practices forgiveness naturally. It's not our first default. Our first default is revenge and, and, and self-preservation. Uh, we all do the opposite of forgiveness naturally. We must learn forgiveness from God, God's way. Forgiveness is not even a choice. We don't make forgiveness happen. God has already done that. Once we discover that reality, we will find it impossible to do anything but forgive. Um, I, I want to uh, talk about what forgiveness is before um, we, we, we begin to think about praying and having the discussion. I'm so excited about this list of what forgiveness is because I, I, I'm operate, I operate on the positive, but I wanted to give you what forgiveness is not so that you would know the difference. Forgiveness is God's solution simply to the problem he calls sin. Forgiveness is God's solution, not man's solution. Apologies are for accidents. Forgiveness is for sin. Uh, that, that's, a, that's your tweet for today. That's your Facebook post for today. I'm going to read that one more time. Forgiveness is God's solution, not man's solution. Apologies are for accidents. Forgiveness is for sin. Forgiveness is like uh, a coin with two sides. You have personal forgiveness, uh, which focuses on the penalty of sin, and then you have relational forgiveness, which focuses on the consequences of sin. One is unconditional and one is conditional. And so uh, you need to understand that that's the reason why forgiveness is so very important. Forgiveness is something that uh, is only possible because of Jesus Christ. Um, Hebrews uh, 9.11 talks about uh, without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness for our sins. Forgiveness is experienced as a person comes to know the truth. Um, if you live in my word, John 8.31, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We, we often talk about being set free, um, but, but it, something goes into your freedom. If somebody sets you free, they can put you back in bondage again. But if you work your way out, if you're made free, um, you, you, can, you can earn, if you earn your freedom uh, by knowing the truth, you, 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 you don't have to be put back in bondage so much so easy. Um, truth that you do not know cannot help you. Truth you know can change your life. Forgiveness is something that must be experienced, watch this, at the heart level. If you don't experience forgiveness from the heart level, and then you just gave lip service. When you truly ask for forgiveness from your heart, 
you need to know that the truth you need to know the truth so well that you can feel it now the man knew his wife Eve that's how you have to be able to be intimate with uh, a heart level um, of forgiveness when you're asking for it um I, I was listening to the call on yesterday, and I was just so impacted by the uh, uh, the sister and the comments um, uh, yesterday morning. If you missed yesterday morning, you ought to go back, um, because there is a, a deeper level um, of calling that he's calling us to, the remnant. And this, this, this phone conference line, um, if you take it um, for what God has anointed it to be, can literally change your life. A group of people who are trying um, to sincerely uh, do a better work at what the Word is saying by trying their best to live it out. The more we surrender to God, the more God will be able to use us as salt of the earth and light of the world. Again, 1527 34th Street, Oakland, California, 630. We will be practicing a lifestyle of forgiveness for the next 13 weeks. Every Wednesday, I now pass the call. Father God, we thank you for this time with uh, Pastor Van Hook. We pray, God, that you would pour back into him everything that he's poured out this morning. We thank you for his sacrifice. We thank you for uh, his willingness to teach. And we thank you for um, the gift that he's given to us this morning with all of the nuggets and uh, the ministry and just the great information that we received uh, that you gave to him today. Uh, we pray, God, that you would restore his strength, oh God, that you would bless him for his obedience to what you gave him to to give out today. And we thank you for it. We bless you for it. God, um, we thank you for the the uh, knowledge um, and the wealth the wealth of knowledge um, that was spoken on the call this morning. And God, we pray God that it not just be information, but God help us to apply it to our lives. Help us to apply it to um, hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. God, we want to go the right way. We want to do the right thing. Um, we want to learn how to love uh, better, love like you loved us, oh God. We want to learn how uh, to forgive. We want to practice forgiveness and practice love in the way it should be. And God, we just thank you for um, showing us the example by the way you love us and by the way you forgive us, uh, by the way you show us that you still care and you still you still um, are there for us, God. Even though sometimes we've turned our backs on you, we have we have sinned against you. We have done things that were not right, um, God. And we continue to do those things. We continue to go down the wrong path. But yet you still forgive. Yet you still love us. Yet you still make ways for us. Yet you still bless us. And we are mighty grateful. Mighty grateful, God. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you, God, for being there for us. Thank you, Lord, for not changing and not uh, giving up on us. We bless you and we honor you for that, oh God. Uh, you alone are worthy of all that praise, all, all the glory in that, oh Lord Jesus. 
Lord, uh, you've heard the prayer requests that have gone up before. God, we pray for Sister Julia right now. Restore her strength. Uh, we pray, God, that you would bless her. You know every aspect of what her needs are. We pray, God, that you would touch her body and her mind and her spirit right now. God, that you would keep her inspired and encouraged. Thank you, God, that you gave her a mind to get on the call this morning and to request a prayer, uh, which shows that she believes in the power of prayer. She believes that you can make a difference. And so, Lord, we pray, God, that, that you would answer her prayer today. God, that you would bless her and bless her indeed. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God. We pray for all of those who are connected to the call, married couples, singles, God, that you would bless right now, God, wherever they are in their lives, uh, dealing with uh, trauma, dealing with the tragedies, dealing with situations. Pray, God, that you would bless them to make it through it, oh God. Uh, we pray that you would rebuke the hand of the enemy on every hand, every attack, uh, every attempt to thwart us and take us off of the track of being in love with you. God, I pray that you would just bind him right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, we uh, are grateful, God, for your power, the power you've given us, power of love and sound mind. Uh, God, we thank you for all that you've blessed us with, God. I pray for those requests that were not spoken today. Pray for the children, God, as they're going to school, back to school, God, that you will grant them the, the ability to triumph in school, God, to have a greater year than the years before. And God, that uh, that you will bless our educators, our teachers, our administrators. Bless them in the name of Jesus. So God, give them strength. Give them some stand up. God, most importantly, uh, we pray that you will bless them with more compassion uh, for our children. God, that they would um, not just implement things just because a book or, or somebody told them to do it. God, that you would help them to implement things that would be for the benefit and the whole, um, that would benefit the whole uh, conglomeracy of our educational system. God, that, that, that we progress, God, not just in uh, test scores and not just in grades, but God, that we progress um, with teaching our kids how to be model citizens. God, we thank you for it, Lord. Uh, we praise you for it in Jesus' name. I pray for the church right now. I pray for every church uh, that is represented, oh God, every church, every pastor. God, that you will bless them, God, um, in the name of Jesus. Bless their ministries, oh God. Bless their members, oh God, that they will rally around the pastor and their leaders, oh God, so that uh, the, the church can be stronger and, and more solid and uh, more impactful to their community. We thank you that you're doing it now. We thank you, God, that you're um, igniting somebody with some ideas um, uh, and some strategies that come straight from heaven, God, that will help us to win more souls and to bless more lives. And we thank you, God, that you're doing it right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for that family that have lost a loved one, God, um, maybe in the middle of a um, just a loss, a, a really heavy loss. God, I pray for the Swanson family right now to bless them and uh, the loss of their matriarch. God, give them strength as they go through this troubled time. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. We thank you for um, Sister Swanson's life. God, we thank you that you blessed her uh, to be such an impact to so many people. And God, I pray that you just bless the family, her daughter, 
be be her strength right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, and the years to come, God, even after the funeral has gone, uh, past, uh, God, that you would give her uh, strength to to continue on in her in her mother's stead. God, I pray, God, that you would bless uh, the White family, uh, Minister Damon White of San Francisco, bless him in the name of Jesus uh, and his family, God, as they uh, suffered a loss. I pray for the families uh, of the Doss family, God, uh, Brother Cornell's daughter and his mom and his, all of his all of the people that were uh, rallied around him. Bless his family in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Uh, that you're giving them strength right now. We thank you, God, for giving them um, comfort and blessings right now. And anyone else that has suffered a loss, God, that I'm not aware of, God, that you would bless them in their grieving process. We thank you for it now. God, we thank you for every victory, uh, declare victory um, person who's on the line right now. Give them strength, God, Jesus. Lord, you know what they're going through. You know what they're dealing with, God. And we thank you for even the victories of God. We thank you for the victories that have taken place, for uh, those things that people have been blessed to have. Like somebody got a new apartment, a new house. They got a car. They got a new job. They, they maybe just recently started a new relationship or, or just been blessed, just had more energy and uh, lost some weight or whatever it was that they got blessed in their lives. God, help them to celebrate it and and um, to, to remember that this victory has come straight from you, and we thank you for it now. So, God, we lift up our voices in praise. We take our phones off mute, and we begin to praise you and worship you because you alone are worthy. And we bless your name. We honor you today. We bless you, God. We, we give you the glory. We just lift oh, up our yeah. praise right now. Oh, we take our phones off mute and we glorify your name together. Oh, God. Lord, we lift you up. We praise you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. For this ability to come to the Lord and keep Thank you, Just pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you for covering those and comforting those grieving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
in your loving arms, Jesus. Comfort the family, Lord. I pray his spirit rests with you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we can do nothing without you. But with you, we can do all things, God. Your word says we can do all things through Christ. Because you give us strength, Jesus. We are weak. In you, Lord God, we are strong. So, Lord God, we humble ourselves, God. We seek your face, God. We pray, Jesus. We turn from our wicked ways, Lord God. We pray that we are able to forgive, Jesus, those who wrong us, Jesus. We pray that we don't follow suit and just go about willingly hurting people, God. Oh, God, give us the Jesus strength, Lord God, to look beyond our faults, God, to, to look beyond and to see the Jesus that lives in every one of us. So, God, hallelujah, God, we praise your name. We call you Father. We call you uh, Abba, Lord Jesus. We call you King of Kings and Lord of Lords, God. How sweet is your name, God. How great thou art, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, God. We know who you are, God. We acknowledge you as Lord and Savior of our lives, Jesus. We pray that you will bless us go, to go out unto this day, Lord. Bless us on the highways and byways, God. Bless us in the marketplace. Bless us in our, in our homes and in our jobs, Lord. Help us to be the beacon that someone needs to see. Help us to be the salt that people need, God. We can only do it through you, God. And we call upon you right now in the magnificent and mighty name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you, God, for every prayer that has gone forth. We thank you, God, for every worship, every praise that has gone up. God, we lift it high to you, and we continue this on. Even after this call has ended, we just lift up praises unto you. And help us to continue that. Help us to live in this praise, to live in our worship, and continue to worship you at every opportunity that we can think of. Every time we think about who you are and what you've done and what you're doing, and if you never do another thing, Help us to continue to lift you up and to worship you uh, and to not forget how great you are. And we bless you and we honor you. God, we thank you for every prayer that has been lifted. We thank you for what's to come with the love, life, and victory portion of the call. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As I pass the call, thanks, Pastor. Amen. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for those prayers. My God, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. I, I was just sitting here. Um, um, and have you, has anybody ever noticed, and, and I do strange stuff, I, I was looking at the Ten Commandments, and I did a, a paper on it. Have you ever noticed that the Ten Commandments are the opposite of what our nature actually is? Every commandment tells us something not to do, because that's what we naturally do. We naturally put another God in God's place. We, we naturally kill. We naturally commit adultery. We naturally do all the things that the Ten Commandments tell us not to do. So when it says, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not covet your, your, your neighbor's husband, wife, donkey, car, job, whatever it is, that is our natural tendency. Because Jesus knew that we needed some help with it, 
he died. And he said, listen, if you don't understand, if you really don't understand that you've been hurting people, then you have no idea how to release people who's been hurting you. If you don't think you've been damaging people, then you don't have the patience to release somebody who's damaged you. We talk about it all the time. Hurting people hurt people. When you're healthy, you, you do less hurting. But when you're hurting, you, 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 by default, just because you're trying to protect yourself, you hurt other people. And that's the reason why we need forgiveness and release. No matter who you are, you were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and you were sinned against as a child. And because you were sinned against, you grow up sinning against others, trying to survive. And so I'm so excited about this opportunity to share. Maybe there was something that you heard or something that you wanted to lift. Um, any, any, anybody want to share or comment on based upon what you heard about the lifestyle of forgiveness that we must have in order to succeed in this Christian walk. What did you hear today? Anybody out there? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. This is Sister Julia. Good morning. I, I, everything you just said, I tried that. I called my brother. Wanted to just start a new life. So this day first, this be our first day. Before I got it out, he started talking about what happened in 2008. I didn't want to hear that. So I told him that I love him and I. I hung up the phone. Was I wrong? Well, um, you you have to know that love starts with you and ends with you. And um, some people, um, have you have you old enough? Have you ever been to the the, the class reunion, and and yes. somebody walk up to you and remind you of something that you did that you ain't either proud of because they reminded you of where they last met you, what, what was impactful for them. That's where people live with you. And sometimes um, if they're not in the space of release and forgiveness, they're going to go back to that place. They're going to remind you of who you were. And you have to be able to declare to them, yeah, that was then, but this is now. And, and so... Um, you have to address the issue because that's where those people live, because they have not moved on. If we can move on, we can talk about where we're going. But if you are still stuck, then you've got to talk about what has happened. Now, if there's something that needs to be um, um, worked through there, but if you live in your rearview window, you cannot get to your future. But you have to be able to address it because it did happen. Or it didn't happen, but at least you got to acknowledge that the conversation might need to be had. But you can't live there. And if and if they're trying to hold you hostage back in 2008 or 1988, 
then that's where they live. They don't want to move from there. Um, and you have to be able to love them uh, and pray for them that they can move from that space to to where God wants us to be in, in the beloved community. And sometimes that's hard for us. Those of us who moved on from that place, um, that's the reason why forgiveness is so very important because sometimes we leave those people hurt and we done moved on and we don't want to talk about it now. No, we need to talk about it. And we need to be able to, at the heart level, get an understanding. Now, the problem that we have in a lot of cases, people just want to rehash it because they still want to get even. People want to rehash it because they still want some revenge or, or they, 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 they want some get back or they want to remind you because you think you're a Christian now, uh, you're better than me. So there's all kinds of reasons why people do what they do. But if you remain the light of the world, if you remain the salt of the earth, uh, time will give you the ability to demonstrate the love of God that's within you. Did that make any sense? Yes, it does. But I did make the first step. Good for you. <laughs> and, and so you need to take a deep breath. Pray and and call again and write another letter. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not asking you to be abused. I'm not asking you to go and be abused. Um, but but I do need for you to call and 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 what you did, and 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 uh, put the attempt out to make amends. And you can just talk about it, um, or, or you can even share it um, from a perspective of listen. I heard some big people talk about forgiveness. And, and and I just wanted to tell you what I heard, if you can hear me out. I mean, whatever you need to do, but if it's from the heart, if it's from the heart, you have to then trust God to reach the pieces that have probably been locked away in some family members, some loved ones, a long time. And uh, that person who's locked that stuff away, that's the reason why blood pressure, high blood pressure, hypertension, stress, diabetes, all that stuff manifests in our body when we hold on to things that are not helpful and that gives us a release for our future. Um, good for you, and congratulations uh, if you made the call. Uh, you, might need, you might need to write a letter or something just to get your point across because I don't think you had a chance to really, really ask for forgiveness even when you wasn't wrong so that the relationship can be built. I'm going to try. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you for me. Uh, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. And you t you sound stronger. And that's what yes. it's going to take. When you can stand on his word and not on your emotions and not on things that happen, even when they happened against you, you, you then are on a solid foundation. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Anyone else? What did you hear? What did you hear, if anything? Um, hey, this is Sister Carolyn. Good morning. Wayne. Good to hear you, Pastor. Morning. How oh, are God you? God bless you. I'm I'm doing good today. Um, I'm glad I heard, you know, something about forgiveness and control and all. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm mean, I feel better in that area of my life, but am I done? No. Thank you for the information about Wednesdays at 6.30. Yes, right. 
All right, amen. And I also just want to thank the DD family because my pops was in an eight-hour surgery yesterday, and it went well. I want to thank DV for praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. The prayers of the righteous avail much. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. This this forgiveness thing, uh, you can't do it unless you surrender. It's so Mm. difficult to release someone who, in your natural woman or man, you want justice from. And and people, your friends will tell you, girl, I wouldn't let I I wouldn't let them get away if I was you. But that that Mm -hmm. that's not a voice of God, because they will not get away. I won't get away. You will not get away for the sins that you've done. God is our judge and our witness. The problem is we try to make some people pay uh, only on how God can make them pay, and he knows how to make them pay for it. And vengeance Mm -hmm. is mine, said the Lord of hosts. And so that's so very important. Um, Someone else. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Pastor Van Hook, this is Andrew. Uh, hey, buddy. Thank you. Hey, thank you for your for your insight this morning. Uh, sometimes, well, not sometimes. I, I struggle with uh, that 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 point. Uh, you touched on it when you were uh, advising Sister Julia uh, in terms of you don't want you you don't want her to put herself in a position to be abused. Uh, I often, you know. Am unsure of how many times to go back and and sort of like stick my toe in the water because there 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 are some that uh, have sort of like consigned me to the ash heap in terms of uh, well fooly with him you know I'm done and it it, it doesn't necessarily have to be for something that I've done. It just could be the perception of me having done something and trying to, you know, bridge the distance and and talk it out or at least establish some dialogue so you can bring it up. Those doors get shut. And I know what the script the, the, the scriptural uh references are in terms of Master, how many, you know, how often shall I forgive my brother seven times? And Jesus says, responds with 70 times seven. Uh, you know, harking back to Genesis where I forget the, the, the gentleman's name, but he says that he had uh, killed a man. And if if God would avenge Cain seven times, then he would need to be avenged 70 times seven. So, uh, so I'm, 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 I'm. I'm good on that, but practice making it practical. You know, how many times do you keep knocking on that door and having the door not answer or having them tell you go away, like figuratively, instead of just like, okay, just turning it over to God and waiting for the fullness of time to come through, or it'd be one of those things where you just shake the dust off your feet and leave it as a testimony against them. I'm not always clear on on what to do and kind of just leave it in a kind of limbo where, okay, we'll just see how this goes. So, 
I'm so glad you asked, Brother uh, Andrew. You're actually asking the question that several people on the line are asking and probably don't know how to frame it. Um, <laughs> the reason why I laugh was is because I've done some major damage over over 50 plus years in my life, and there are some people that will never release me. Now, the people, the reason why people don't release you is because in a lot of cases they're not in a healthy state. If they're not in a healthy state, they need somebody to continue to fall to blame. And, and so once you have gone and you've asked for forgiveness and you, you, you're trying to reach out, now you've got to play the waiting game. And that's tough, too, because you, you want to make it right, but you can only do your part. Um, you're talking about the third, the third path of forgiveness. Uh, the first path is receiving God's forgiveness. The second path, path is uh, forgiving others who've sinned against you. But this is the third path. When you've sinned against someone else and you've gone to them and asked for forgiveness and they don't open the door, um, if they don't open the door, you can't make them open the door. You can't make them hear you. But a lot of the times it's because that's not just where they are. People who are practicing Christ want the best for you. Um, you have to keep the door open. And, and, and we do it for our children. Uh, for those of us who have children, we, we hope that they come home when they've been out in a far country. Because we love them, we want the best for them. And that's where the Christians should be with other Christians. We, we, should, we should constantly pray for the people who've sinned against us. But when you are waiting to hear that they got hit by a car or they got run over by a bus or they got cancer, or uh, <laughs> um, that's, that's an unhealthy way. And that's how some people want revenge. But once you've gone with your heart, and ask for forgiveness to the best of your ability with Sister Julia, you then got to wait on God. And let me just tell you, I'm a living witness that God will work on your behalf even when you think ain't nothing going on. And every mm -hmm. time that you get an opportunity, you need to come with humility and love. And the people of God who have, have been praying for you, they welcoming they will welcome a reunion for healthy fellowship. Those who have been stuck, those who don't want to get any better, and those who need to blame somebody else will always hold you hostage. They will always make it your reason. Well, back in 1942, if you wouldn't have killed my dog, I would never be in the shape that I'm in. Okay, the truth of the matter is your dog did die in 42, but here it is 2019. Mm -hmm. You're holding me hostage for 1942 when I killed your dog. I wasn't at myself in 42. That's what that's what we have to we have to suffer it to be so. But but I'm not asking you to keep going back there and getting no abuse. I'm asking you to move on. Um, uh, shake the dust off of your feet. Once you've done it from a hard perspective, move on. To give 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 get around some people who will give you some love and some encouragement 
uh, and you have to wait on God. And in God's time, if it's his will, he will bring that person around so that you all can have the true conversation. Because the goal is to be back in fellowship, in relationship with that person that you've sinned against, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But 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 I have those uh like like I remember in uh in when I was in college and, and this was uh you know all around my uh about my sophomore year, uh there 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 was a woman who was uh trying to be my girlfriend, you know, I I I I I, I, I I must say I, I cut myself a fine figure once upon a time. And but 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 I was a country boy and she was uh a lot more sophisticated but uh she was taken taken uh to me because of my I guess my my different the cut of my jib was so different from what she was used to and my academic strengths. And so we, you know, kind of like the equal opposites paired up. And she told me one day uh, something in, in the language that she used. I'll, I'll tell you what she told me. She said, I really don't look forward to going home, you know, for break. And I asked why. And she said, because I'll have to be nice to my father if my I'm God. not nice to him. He'll hurt my sisters. Oh my God! And, and 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 I just have to be nice to him. And she was like, you know, visibly upset. And I and I and I tried to calm her down. We we talked about everything else and and nothing else. Didn't hit on that point anymore because I was seeing how triggering it was. Uh, what had happened, and 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 as time progressed, uh, one of my buddies who I thought was a, a really good friend uh, was in Spain on language study. And and this woman was in France on language study. Well, no, I'm sorry. She was, she was uh, still back home, back on campus. And, and I told him, I didn't know, you know, she's really getting close to me. I don't know what to do because I think she's being abused. And I said, this is just between me and you. Just keep it between me and you. Oh, my God. And, and he, he, he gave me some, you know, uh, some advice that was sort of like knee-jerk. I had already thought about that a hundred times. So, you know, he really was no help. But what he did was he took the letter that I had read, that I had written to him. Remember when, you know, you used to send airmail on the onion skin? Yeah. Those really, yeah, Okay. He brought that back with him, and when they were working for the college newspaper together, he was the editor-in-chief, and she was one of his staff. He left the letter in a garbage can in his office, not torn up, just open and out, and then she picked it up. Oh, my God. And and at that point was like, you know, I was persona non grata at that mm. point. Just, you know, and nothing I, – and I tried for – maybe like two or three years to explain to her that, you know, I wasn't trying, you know, I wasn't putting her business out in the street. I had just told, you know, and it, it everything just fell apart. 
you know, I was crazy, you know, and she got really defensive. And from that point on, you know, we weren't friends anymore. Okay. And we had way but, too But she many wasn't people. your friend. That's what that was. You were her yeah, friend. Yeah. wasn't yours. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I still think that she was abused because she showed too many signs that people, you know, and, you know, through, you know, behavioral psychology classes, you know, she was showing way too many red flags, but we had too many mutual friends to not continuously keep bumping into each other on campus, like after graduation, working in New York, uh, post-grad, and you know what I mean? And so I tried for a few years and then just, uh, just gave up. Because again, like, you know, I was holding up my end of the bargain on my side, but there was still pain over, you know, her possibly still hurting over it. Okay. And then there was pain because, wow, there's someone out actually out there hating me for like the wrong reasons. And there's nothing I can do to make them change their mind. And I don't know how many people she's poisoning saying that, you know, you know what that Joker did, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, oh and, my God. yeah. And, and so like, you know, as, as I have gotten older and started interacting, met new people and interacted with others, uh, you know, people have rubbed me the wrong way. I've, you know, said the wrong thing, not done what the right thing should have been, you know, like like anybody else, like, you know, my faults and failures are before me, but that incident sticks out above all others is something that, you know, I it could have been prevented had I not been so trusting and people I thought were my friends but weren't. And, you know, causing more pain on, on a person that didn't need any more pain thrown on her. So. Brother Andrew, um, mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of your coin. I'm the person that gave a friend some information, and they put on the highway for me. So I'm in your case. I'm the girl. Uh huh. And um, let me just tell you. I had to release the brother for putting my business on the street. But my maturity allowed me to understand that I had to release him. I was wounded. I was I, I was exposed. I call myself trusting a friend, but he was unhealthy as well. Um, he had his own issues as well. Um, so I'm, I'm on the other side of what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, but because of my maturity, that's the only thing I can tell you that made me release that guy from what I felt was imp- – you, listen, you can't be forgiven for that <laughs> be- because yeah. you, you, you told my secret. You exposed me. But my maturity in Christ 
because I understood that I had sinned against others, I understood I had to release those people who sinned against me. Now, if she's not a practicing Christian, you may not ever get her to come to grips with your you had a friend and you told a friend and, and and she thought she was your friend and she told you that happens yep. that happens so many times and let me just tell you how bad it gets when the person that was in the young lady's shoes or in my shoes when we go around and tell other people don't talk to him because he'll put your business in the street now now we've perpetuated that pain. And so, just so that you know, at the level of that sister, whoever she might be back when you was in the sophomore class of your college year, you've grown, you would hope that she's grown. You would hope that she's gotten beyond um, the abuse or whatever it was in her family after these many years. And she might still be holding you hostage for putting her business out. But that's the reason why forgiveness is so very important. That's the reason why. Because there are sins of omissions and sins of commission. In other words, we sin and don't even know we're hurting people in some cases. In other cases, we're hurting them because we're trying to just protect ourselves. Most people are not just vicious and just crooked. They're in pain, and they're trying to protect themselves from not never being hurt again. But when you don't release that thing, all you do is lock yourself up in a brick wall where not only can people not get to you, but God can't get to you either. And so um, I will touch and agree with that sister, whoever she might be. I don't have to know her, but... If you never get the release from her coming out of her mouth, maybe we can pray that she meets Jesus and then release not only you, but probably her father and all the other people who've done damage in her life. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Amen. Thank oh, you. My oh, my God. That That is so powerful. Thank you, because... You're not the only one that's been on this call. There's some of us who, who've been on the other side and some of us who thought we were in confidence with a friend who told a friend. And because the friend was envious or jealous, they told so so many other people. And, and now you're in a web that you really didn't intend for it to be. But that's what sin does. But that's the reason why Jesus died. And that's the reason why the beloved community, we have to practice forgiveness for things that we are guilty of and things that we're guilty of and didn't know we were guilty of. That's the reason why that happens. Thank you so much. Um, but I'm going to touch and agree with you that not, not maybe she never would come to you and say, I release you, but that she meets Jesus and release all of those people who she held hostage for justice because Jesus will, 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 will pay. He, he will, vengeance is his and not ours, and that's so tough. So I pray for you, and I touch and agree with you. Anybody Thank else you want to share? Wow. Hey, man, good morning, good morning. Good morning! 
Hello, praise the Lord. I just want to thank and praise God um, for all of you saints that are on the line this morning. And just, I just thank and praise God for waking us up and just allowing us to abide in Him as He abides in us. Um, I have a question, please. Uh, maybe you can give me some godly counsel as well as some advice. I'm listening, yes. Okay. Um, so. I have a brother who we're 11 years apart and I have a history of being abused uh, by my mother. Um, and God has just, um, excuse me, God has just um, delivered me. He's released me from her as far as just having my own place to live and um, just to love her from a distance. Um, so when I don't so per se like somebody, I don't deal with them, and I just I just love them from a distance, and I just give them to God. So I just want to truly know in my heart if I have forgiven my mom and my brother. Um, every time I let them come around, it seems like they do something else to disrespect me or hurt me. So that's why I feel like I'm putting up this wall again to just keep my distance because my life is so much peaceful when they're not around. Um, but I know that we only get one mother and God says to honor our mother and our father so that we may live a long, I believe, healthy life. So I just want to do right by God and by my brother and my mom. And if you can please just pray for me. Um, I'm not sad. I believe that God says when we're at our weakest, we're at our strongest. So I just, um, I'm just, I believe that God is doing something for me right now as I'm confessing what I'm saying. Um, if you can please just pray for me as well as give me some advice, please. To, to, I just to, want to say one more thing. Yes, um, my brother has put his hands on me like just recently about a year ago. So that um, I forgive him, but I just, I don't have anything to I don't really have anything to say to him because every time he does something like that, or is rude or disrespectful, um, he wants to come around like nothing happened. And when I say something to bring it up, like, excuse me, or, you know, I don't appreciate the way that you treat me, it, it kind of backlashes and looks like I'm the crazy one. So I just need help um, in just having God's holy boldness. Um, I believe what I'm doing is right. He, he's, he's healing me as he's separating me from them. Um, but I just, like, they want to come around my son and I, but I just have to protect my children and myself from um, abuse and whatever type of spirit um, they may have or whatever, in Jesus' name. Wow. Um, first, first of all, thank you for putting it out in the open because that's the first step. Um and you've got to a safe place for you right now. Um, I don't. I don't want you to go into your future by yourself. You have to go into your future with a godly person who wants the best for you, your mother, and your brother, and your children. Um, what I do know is that there's some stuff that's going on in your family, like every other family, just so that you know, that 
you were not able to share on the conf- on on the call. So I can only speak to what I heard and not get to the bottom of it. You're going to have to find somebody who loves God's word and who's going to be honest with you because there's going to be some work that you're going to have to do. Um, I, I, I'm struggling with a couple things. Number one, you're an adult and your brother's putting his hands on you. So that, that, that means that there's some kind of tension there or that there, there is some, 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 something else going on. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that one of our sisters um, who, who has the capacity to walk with you um, in, 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 in this journey called life, Family is the source and the center of all civilization. And so I, I understand that you want to be part of family, but you've now got your own place. Um, and I'm not for sure where your brother and, and, and your mother is in Christ. I'm not for sure. But even if they say that they are children of the, the king, if they're Christians, it does not mean that they've worked all of their stuff out. Um, I definitely need for you to be safe, but somebody's got to help you get beyond where you are to get into a healthy place um, so that you can have the door open for a healthy relationship. But if you're being abused physically, um, um, I I think for your your children's sake, you have to definitely – um, talk it through with someone who can unpeel all of the issues, who loves Jesus and who's not going to take your side but take God's side and his authorized boundaries because just by you opening up today, it's obviously that you have the right spirit. Um, now you have to get the process whereby you can get healthy enough where you can go around some of your family members and begin to allow healing to take place. Um, and so I know on the call you can't talk about, you know, why your brother put his hands on you and wh- why your mom, it appears that he's ch- she's choosing your brother more than she's choosing you. Well, I mean, you know, so th- there's a whole bunch that you've just said. But the first thing you've done is publicly put it out there. Thank you for that. Now, do not live in isolation, for God's sake, because the enemy will come and put stuff in your head that ain't true. But because that's where you live, if you don't get someone with a healthy, balanced spirit, um, and you can't get around somebody who's just going to say, yeah, girl, I'll stay away from them too, um, because that's not what your heart is saying. I've heard your heart. Um, so I need for you to find someone either at your church or one of the sisters that understand the process that can walk with you, um, but make sure that you don't go through this alone. The worst thing you can do is be by yourself when you're trying to work this thing out. That's the reason why the beloved community is so very important, uh, and I'm going to definitely be in prayer with you, but you're already out there. Now you've got to figure out, how to make some peace, why you constantly are following God's will for your life. Uh, does that make any sense? Amen. Thank you so much. God thank bless you. Thank you. you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, 
um, either Sister Tans or someone, um, I need for them to reach out to you so that you will not walk alone. Please don't try to figure this out by yourself because your mind will tell you how to protect yourself and cause more damage um, than, than God's grace and mercy where there can be hope and healing after the boundaries have been put in place. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning, Pastor Vance. Yes, ma'am. Miss Ravonda, how you doing? Hey, hey, sis. <laughs> it's good to hear you this morning. Um, I'm sitting in my car outside my shop uh, for the first time in a long time. I don't have anyone this morning, and it sure feels good to enjoy an entire cup of coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> good for you. Um, I was just listening to my sister this morning, and my heart goes out to her um, because um, – you know, one of the things that I love about Declare Victory, a lot of us um, have experienced the very same thing that she has experienced. It may not be um, uh, just, you know, everything specific, but it looks, it, it's the same basic, it's the same dynamic, you know, and the Lord lets us know it's nothing that we um, are experiencing or have experienced that isn't common. And so, that was that would be the first place I would would definitely encourage her to know that just like you said, you know, um, she's not the only one that that have gone through this. So there should be some solace in that, you know, because we do represent healing on this line. We we really do because we've been candid about what we've gone through, and we realize because we did the work to um, to heal. Um, it wasn't just for us, but it was for people just like her. So I want to encourage her today that there is, you know, that there is healing and there is resolve. It really is. And I'm, I'm reminded about um, uh, Jeremiah, and he talked about the sins of um, of Israel and how he said that it's your the, the sins. This stuff that you've done, he talked about the fathers. He said, the stuff that you've done, it is written on a rock with a diamond pen. I mean, this, these, these are old iniquities. And um, it show, he's, and he, he said, not only is it, is it showing up in your children, but it's in their practice. It's in what they do. And so um, uh, he, he basically said, you know, he, he wasn't encouraged by it. And he's like, well, who could heal this? And then the God says, I can. <laughs> God says, I can. So when we when we embark upon, you know, um, dealing with situations, especially so, so sensitive, what God does, he does this radical thing in our hearts. Because what we see on the outside is basically a symptom of a more inner ill. And um, we have to also, while we're walking through the healing part of it, we have to check ourselves because so much of this stuff, like you said, um, we've gone through and we've been offended and things have happened to us that we didn't have, we weren't privy to. We were born into some of these behaviors because of the environment we grew, in, grew up in. And so um, even though we may not be doing the same thing that our mothers and fathers and our brothers did, but because they did it to us, we had this other stuff that we got to deal with because it was how we basically coped with what was done to us. So sometimes we would invoke fear in our children or pacify fear in our homes or, like you said, make sure you don't isolate 
suddenly we isolated or we questioned everybody who came in our lives so much so that even those who wanted to come and offer help, we would push them away. And so I would encourage her to definitely make sure that you know, she does get some help from, and, and therapy because the, um, it's, it's one thing when your mom uh, disciplines you, but it's another thing when you grow up and your brother is putting his hands on you or whatever is going on. So that can cultivate some things that will cause her to perpetuate um, some odd behaviors, even in our children. And when we think we're protecting them, why? I know. <laughs> I know, and a, a good person for her probably to get in touch with is Sabrina, um, because Sabrina is not only does it, is she uh, spiritual, she's therapeutic also. That's her absolutely. So um, I would just I just came on to say that, and you know, even as she walks through, you know, all of this, to stay open for God to bless her, because once once she begins to walk through this and be in her healthy space, she's going to be such a blessing to other people. Thank you, Dr. Van Hook, for this morning. Uh, I, I need I need you to make sure that you get to this sister and give us Sabrina's number if she don't already have it, because both Sabrina can deal with the heart and the head, and that's so very okay. important. Um, okay, well, well Moni has Moni has my information, so she can shoot it to her. Okay, and, and if, I can if, get her in touch with Sabrina. And and if she's on the Declare Victory line, she can go on Facebook. Sabrina's name pops up, and a picture pops up, and she can inbox her there as well. Um, so so that is so very very important because um, that is that is just. What we all deal with, First Corinthians ten thirteen is what you were talking about. There's no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. God is faithful and he just. He will not put on you any more than you can bear. Sometimes I struggle with that, but I have to remember he knows how much I can bear, not I do. I know how much I can bear. But even if he does put too much on us, he gives us a way out or a way to escape so that we can bear it. So um, that is so very important. Thank you so much for uh, helping us to round that call. And thank you for not being judgmental. She don't need anybody judging her right now. She needs somebody walking and praying with her. And uh, thank you for not being super spiritual and speaking into her life like a whole bunch of people do, <laughs> because that's not helpful. When, when, when you're looking for it, uh, uh, some 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 um, hope and healing, you, you, don't, you, you need somebody who's going to walk with you, not somebody who's going to throw a stone uh, and try to trouble the water for you. And so this is important. The reason why I say don't go through this by yourself. So thank you so much, Ravonda. And uh, enjoy your coffee and then the rest of the call. Is there somebody else want to share? This has been so impactful um, because of our coping mechanisms. Um, um, we do a whole bunch of things that are not helpful to our future. But we're just trying to survive. But we need to practice authentic forgiveness so that we can be healthy. And in our healthy self, then we can turn around and help others to be healthy. Anybody else want to share? Anybody Pastor, else? Pastor, yes. Sister Julia again. Yes, you know, ma'am. When I made that first step and then it didn't go right, I felt good because I made the first step. That's absolutely so, correct. So now, <laughs> so, I'm going to try again. <laughs> Look at you, you're getting stronger as you even say it. As you even say but it. Good, but I'm going to continue to pray for me. He's my brother. That's my mother's child. He's my brother. And, and, he needs and, a lot of praying. And, and he don't Julia, go to church. And Sister Julia? Yes. Pro probably, 
Look at your approach. Make sure your approach matches his personality. Okay? Um, if, 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 if he's very, very, very aggressive and hostile, you're going to have to um, use a different approach with him. Um, um, if, if, if he going to out-talk you, you have to use a different approach to him because you want to let God's love shine in your life. And, and you watch. That, that love, that love is going to get stronger. It's even getting you, making you stronger. Yes, so you watch, you watch what God does for you and your brother. Thank you for fighting for your brother because yes. his salvation might be dependent upon you fighting to be in his life. My God. I promise to nobody. Hey, man. my first step. Hey. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Hey, man. Hey, man. Anybody else out there want to share? What did you hear? What did you say? Dealing with what forgiveness is, what forgiveness is not, and how we substitute forgiveness with coping mechanisms that we learned as a child just to survive. And now they are grown-up habits that we have that's not pleasing to God, and but we're still operating in them in a lot of cases. Anybody else want to share? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Very rich conversation, very needed conversation. What stuck out to me was uh, forgiveness is for sin and uh, apologies is for accidents. So that really stuck out to me. <laughs> Did you tweet it out? Did you Facebook? No, it out? I didn't tweet it out yet, but I did put it in my notes. So <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna tweet it out. I'm gonna Instagram it out, and I'm gonna Facebook it That's out. That's what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do the same thing too. So okay. uh, motor Maria, I just, it just came to me when I said that. That's that's a good tweet for the day. A good yes, it Instagram, is. even though I'm not on there that much. But uh, Amen. Thank you so much. But but forgiveness is for 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 for, for sin. And uh, that is just so, so very important that we do that. So thank you, my sister. God bless you. Thank you. Blessings be upon you. Anybody else, what would you get, what you hear, what was striking, what didn't make sense? What you mad at? What you don't like? Anybody else? This has been really rich conversation. Well, amen. Listen, if there's uh, all, if all minds are clear, and if your mind is not clear, if you're not publicly saying something, we're going to make the assumption that um, if you don't get it in today, next Friday, you can get it in again, even if the subject is changed. We can talk about what you want to talk about uh, in uh, Love, Life, and Victory. I want to thank you all for the privilege of being uh, on this call. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. We'll be at the Community Church, 1527 34th Street in Oakland, West Oakland, at 6.30 to 8. And so we, we, we want you to get your information, read it, so that we won't have to read through it, but we can uh, pick out the nuggets so that we can learn from it, answer the questions, because that time is going to move very, very, very fast. And so this uh, coming week, we, would, we should have had Chapter 1 already read, so we can talk about what I call what sin has caused.
a lot of rocks in your backpack, a lot of things that you have to carry around. And then chapter 2, next week, we will be dealing, week after next, we will be dealing with what God intended. And so we have to look at what sin has caused, where we live so we can know where we are. And then we'll be able to move to what God has intended. The Bible gives you what the Word of God and what God has intended. The newspaper and CNN News and all of these news stations will give you every day what sin has caused. And so we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We're the remnant that God is looking for for such a time as this. And while he's constantly perfecting us, while we're on the journey to make um, um, him say well done, while we're on that road, we pray your peace. Uh, in Jesus' name, blessings be upon you all, and I will see you next Friday, um, and have an awesome weekend. Blessings be upon you, and thanks to all who make this possible. Thank you. you. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor.